This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers Global Ministries here in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've got another uh, special guest with me this week. Uh, I'd like you all to meet Melinda Plenicky, and she is our uh, new uh, administrative coordinator helping here at the Global Office. And uh, But uh, she's also been a co-guide, uh, her and her husband, Jason, with me and my wife, Missy, for a couple couples journey groups and uh and also uh, when she first went through it and all that. So welcome, Melinda. Thank you for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, so I, I always love people to get get a flavor for just different stories and things going on. So I guess first they need to get to know who you are. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit where you come sure. from, uh, how you ended up in Northwest Arkansas, and a little about your family and all that. And then we'll sure. dive into the journey stuff too. Well, my name is Melinda Plenicky, as you've said. Um, I'm married. I'm the mother of two sons, Joshua and Daniel. We moved to Northwest Arkansas a little over 20 years ago for, for work. Mm-hmm. And once we came here, we loved it. And we knew this was our home. Yeah. So we're we're happy to be here and still loving it. Um, I, we're originally from Texas, so our family's still close, and we can visit anytime. So it works out great. Yeah, I don't know if I'd admit that on the day <laughs> after a Dallas Cowboy. Uh, yeah, that's true. Brutal loss. Oh, anyway, sorry. We're as we're recording this, there was a horrible game last <laughs> yeah. night. But anyway, but no, most Texas people are proud of being from Texas. Yes, so yeah, that's true. And we're praying for more and more expansion in Texas. By the way, oh, so oh. yeah. With the DFW that coming would be on welcomed, as yes. a region, yeah, yes. I mean, there's there's just a few people down there, and uh, right. I'm sure we, there's people that need intimacy with Christ. So. Absolutely, we've shared it with our family, and they, you know, they're they're curious about it. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for it to hit Texas and yeah. to really take off. Yeah. So um, just tell a little bit about your faith background and all that before you entered up to the journey, like kind of your, your experience with Jesus coming up into the journey, maybe. Sure. Well, I was raised uh, in the church from a young age, uh-huh. um, kind of knew him young, but that was my family's faith, you know, and I had to discover who he was for myself. So that took quite some years, but I have always been in church mm-hmm. and, um, I always knew Jesus, but it wasn't until I was in my teens that I really got to personally know the Lord. And it was at church camp where I, you know, I decided this was going to be my walk and I was going to follow Jesus. And it was my own faith, I felt. And um, really didn't. So I started at 13, but it wasn't closed. You know, it was going to church on Sunday, you know, and. And then I went through my teen years, so I didn't follow. But in college, I was missing something. And I I knew I always wanted to go to church and know Jesus because that was just something I always did. And I missed it while I was away at college. So um, I'd been there a couple of years and I was like, I'm missing something. I've got to get back to Jesus. And so I did. And um, I met my husband in college and we just always knew he the Lord is going to be part of our marriage. And that was important to us. So early young marrieds had children. We were going to church, but it wasn't really consistent. And I just decided, hey, this this has got to be important. This has got to be 
a super center of our marriage. And so we started attending church, um, had our kids. I started joining, joining women's Bible studies and, and Jason was going to church, you know, on Sundays, um, but didn't have a relationship that I saw ongoing. And I, I remember early on in our marriage and he'll laugh if you tell him this now, but I was <laughs> like, I need a, the spiritual leader. I need you to be the spiritual leader. Yeah. And um, he was like, okay, you know, and so he joined when we moved here, he got involved in the journey and the influencers. And I really saw God doing a great work in him. And I was curious. I was like, wow, I really see him stepping up. He, I just saw miraculous things happening. He's always been a good leader, a good father, good husband, but I just really saw a growth going on in him. And at the same time, simultaneously, I was doing women's Bible studies here locally and getting plugged in, but I just really saw um, a growth in him. And I was just curious, but so I continued with women's ministry um, in other areas but I was always curious. I would always see his books. I always wanted to know more about what was going on. So when I had the opportunity to kind of get to know the journey, I, I, I wanted I mm. wanted to see what it was all about. Well, it's interesting because I, I picked up on what you said earlier. You said, I decided we needed to start <laughs> going to church yes. or whatever, you know, yes. which is praise God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a typical thing. I think that a lot of women are the drivers on yes. that. And I mean, and we're not putting Jason down. Oh, not at all. And, and he's a great leader now yeah. and, and has led lots of journey groups. And I actually interviewed him a few years ago on, on this podcast. But uh, but it's a typical story yeah. of women see, seeing the importance of it before the men sometimes. Yes. Men are busy working or whatever. Their their importance is kind of based on how much how successful they are and yes. if they're providing well for their families. And exactly. so sometimes they're not thinking about the spiritual leadership of their families. Exactly. So, so uh, but it's changing. That's changing. So men are changing. So that's uh, exciting. Yeah, and yeah. I, I see that in our community. I, I really do. I see it happening. The men mm. are on board. Yes. Yes. Well, and uh, yeah, so you were in the couples junior group that I helped lead with Missy with an, another couple, two couples. And uh, so talk a little bit about what, and, and here's a woman, the typical woman who's done a lot of Bible studies and in, you're in the word. You were a woman of the word. I was. When you came in, I to was the a woman of the word. So, what was different about the journey? What, what, cha- anything, any big epiphanies or any changes? Absolutely. The first big thing about the journey was I was kind of sporadic in my reading of the word. I mean, I knew the word. I was raised in the word, but to have a carved out slot of time with the daily abiding was not something I was disciplined in. So it really helped. That's, that was the biggest difference that I saw that it wasn't sporadic. It was consistent Mm. and that's what it taught me. And so I was curious because I'd heard of uh, Jason's men's group, but then I was invited to a couple's group. So I was curious how the dynamic was going to work and it worked so well. And I felt like we all bonded and we really learned how to go through the word together, how to self feed. And so I guess to answer your question, the difference I saw was the consistency in my life and how authentic everyone, everyone was. It's just, everyone was just genuine. We're there to get to know the Lord. Yeah. Well, and I want to get your perspective because I've heard a men's perspective more than I have women's perspective on the couple's journey, Mm -hmm. because uh, you'd been part of women's Bible studies and 
I don't know how transparent women got when it was just women mm -hmm. versus the dynamic in the couple's journey. Can you can you focus on what was there a difference or anything you noticed on that? Was it a deterrent deterrent having men there in the room? I did not sense a deterrent. Now it was different. I feel with just the women's group, you know, the women um, were, would open up and and talk a lot more. I felt like with the couples, everyone was kind of equal with their time. Not, yeah. you know, um, I feel like women tend to open up more with women. Yeah, that's same with guys. Yeah, and same with yeah, men. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I felt like with the couples, we were all really transparent. We had a lot to talk about. We mm -hmm. still had a lot of depth to our conversation. So I, I thought it went really well. Well, and, and one thing uh, that we've done, just it was a Holy Spirit idea, but is we've had a different person give their testimony at the end. Mm, and I've noticed when those testimonies start coming out, that kind of lowers the walls when people get transparent about their their past and their struggles and all that, men and women, you know. Absolutely. Um, I think that helps a little bit. Um, I, I find that to be so key to really know somebody and for them to let you know who they truly are. Um, just no pretense, just transparent, transparent and just re you really get to know a person. And when they let that down, you just have that level of trust mm -hmm. and you feel like it's a brother or a sister. Yes. And, you know, even even as a spouse, as a couple, mm. I think you kind of view each other, don't want to sound weird, but as a brother-sister relationship while you're in the journey. Your two kids at the table learning, you know, about the father. Absolutely. You know, and, and you grow closer together through the journey. Did that happen for you? Did you it and Jason? absolutely did. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure how it was going to impact us, but when we found ourselves at the dinner table and talking about it, and just talking about this verse or something we had journaled on and for us to discover it together, it was a new, a new depth for us. And um, I, I highly recommend it. It yeah. was so good because you're growing closer to the father together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, what a, what better thing for marriages? You right. Know? No, I mean, really, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I can't, I try to explain that to people that it's not a marriage study. And, and, you know, in the early days when we thought we would try a couples group, we thought it needed to have a marriage, you know, tips or things like that, you know, and God wouldn't let us change it. Yeah. He's like, just do the journey. Just just, just take people this. to me <laughs> as they come together toward me. I'll bring them closer together. Yes. And I think we've seen that. Yes. Because since we've led a few groups together, we've seen some amazing things yes. in couples growing closer together. And I've had a lot of people that are interested in it and they want, so they've seen one side or the other. They've seen the ladies or they've seen the men's, but they, they're curious about the couples. Uh -huh. I'm like, it still works. It really it does. does. It and does. It's great for marriages. Yes. Yes. So I, I think we need more couples yeah. groups personally. Um, and and I, the only hesitation I think is people thinking, well, people won't open up, they won't share, and I have to say, well, first of all, it's not a support group, right? <laughs> it's a discipleship group. You're right. trying to point people to Jesus. That's the most yeah. important thing. All so going there together, right? So um, after your first journey experience, you uh, you you, you co-guided with us, yes. and we guided uh, some couples in our house. And yes. was that the group that ended up in COVID? I think it or no? No. Um, yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was 19 was... into 20. Your first one was 18, 19. Mm -hmm. And then ours You're together right. was 19 into 20. Yes. So it started in our living room, ended up on Zoom. That was but... the COVID one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then we had this one just this last year, which was really amazing, too. That so, was amazing. Yeah. So what did you think about guiding versus being a participant? Um, I I enjoyed it. 
I do find it to be a sacred responsibility, one to be taken seriously um, and to disciple others. And uh, it's an opportunity and I have a lot of gratitude that the Lord opened that up and it, but I do, I do take it seriously, but just keeping everyone on track. It's, it's, it's interesting when you are leading, you see how the leader was the other time, you know, and uh-huh. what they were putting, putting out there and, and trying to facilitate others to, to communicate and to talk about the subjects. And it just really gave me appreciation for those <laughs> that do that. Yeah. And it is, it is an art. So, but it's one that um, I'm really happy to get to do. Yeah, and if you've uh, if you've led Bible studies and all that, you mm-hmm. might think it's uh, you got to teach it or something like that, and you learn you have to learn that no, this is facilitation. This is letting them talk. You know, That's I mean, right. you're going to speak from experience, but it's it's got to be more about what they are learning. And absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, this last group uh, I think was was interesting because it came out it started out as a marriage study at a church mm-hmm. and then we brought them into the couples journey group and so they got some they learned some things about their marriages and then the journey really got to show them well you can't do any of that unless you're abiding in Christ if you're abiding in Christ then you can you know treat your spouse better and so have better true. communication and be more tender-hearted and all that so, so true and I think that's one reason why our group did so well is everyone was ready to just be authentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to know, you know, get to know the Lord more. Yeah. We even had a few people pop in at a few, kind of a quarter of the way in, I guess, mm-hmm. or whatever. And mm-hmm. somebody sent them our way and they're like, what is this thing? And they were like, they ended <laughs> but, up loving. But they were like, yeah. oh my gosh, whatever it is, I want in. I've yeah. never seen anything like this. Right. You know, it's right. just, and we just take it for granted because we do it all the time. But yeah. there is something special about, it about is special. the journey. Yeah. Well, okay. So now, um, you're working for the ministry, help, helping yeah. us with uh, all sorts of stuff. We're, we're, you're the, you, we throw everything at you. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're helping me personally, but you're also helping uh, with our curriculum reordering yes. and uh, the communications that go out. Yes. So what, what are some observations since you've been working at the global office? I mean, maybe some things you didn't know about the ministry because when you were just a participant or a guide or... Can you think of anything, any Absolutely. surprises? Or, you know? I see... A- the work you guys do it's a it's a lot of work but it's with joy mm-hmm. and um expectant of all that the lord is doing with the ministry it's exciting to get to be behind the scenes and get to see how it all kind of comes together mm-hmm. so just yeah. seeing all that you know it's it is a lot of work you guys are very organized and just all the thought and preparation you put into everything well, and you get to see all the orders coming in from yes. all around the, the country because <laughs> you're seeing every order now and all yes. that. So uh, that to me, that's exciting, you know, to just to see the growth of the ministry that I mean, I always tell the story. But it, when I started in this thing, there was just orders going to Northwest Arkansas, of course, where it started, Tulsa uh, and then out to California. Uh, there were some orders going up there, but that was about it. And it was just in the either in the fall or in January or whatever. Now, we're getting quite a few orders now, wouldn't you say? It's all year round from everywhere. Uh-huh. So it seems like it's really exploding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and 
Tina is our shipping uh, coordinator, and she she says we've definitely shipped to every state. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the city count is getting up in the six hundreds or something like that of cities that we're shipping to. So, yeah. and I have people inquiring every day if there are churches in the area that are offering it. Uh, people all over Wyoming, Nevada, just something someplace new every day. So yeah, it's definitely taking off. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so it's, uh, yeah, well, we're glad to have you and, and we, we needed more help because it's like there's so many inquiries and growth and we're trying to make a movie and yeah. all these things. It's like all hands on deck. You yes, know, so absolutely. It's, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So um, going back to the journey a little bit. So talk about what, which parts of the journey are like made the most impact on you or your favorite parts or or things that were just like left to print? Well, um, one of my favorite parts of the journey was some of the the day getaways. So the first one um, is covering a book called The Prayer Cottage. And it's just, I, I had been told originally the first time I'd gone through it, it was approximately four hours, three to four hours. And it was just gonna be a time for you to get away and have personal time with the Lord and to journal and whatever, pray, whatever you wanted to do. And I remember my initial thoughts were, what am I going to do for this four hours? But afterwards, it was just such a beautiful time with the Lord, which helped hammer home that consistency of the abiding with the Lord, you know, that daily abiding and just really getting that time with the Father. Mm-hmm. And it was so precious. And originally when I thought, what am I going to do on, on this prayer retreat for four hours? Well, it ended up not being enough time. And and during that time, you grow so close with your fellow, fellow journeymen mm-hmm. or, or journeywomen. Um, and it, it's just special because you're kind of discovering this together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was really special to me. And, mm-hmm. and just some of the books that we read were, were close and personal to my heart. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I'm thinking about, since I know your story a little bit, kind of going back in time a little bit, um, God did some pretty big things. And I, I don't know if you would, could share a little bit of some miraculous things that you've seen that kind of helped form your faith. Because I, I loved the stories when I heard them. Would you mind sharing a little oh, bit of that? Oh, no. Uh, no, not at all. Um, so from a young age, I kind of had miraculous things happening in my life. Um when I was five, I had been hit by a car, and this kind of like led my family to faith, helped lead them to faith. Um, because when I was hit by a car, I kind of hurt my head, and I, I was in the hospital, and they had found some abnormalities, and I was out. I missed all of my kindergarten year because of it, but um, they had just found some abnormalities. We're thinking things weren't right. Well, my mother, who was from the church, um, took me to a church that she'd been attending with my sister and they prayed for me and it was a healing service. And of course I was a little child. I I didn't really understand yet what was happening, but I do know when they heard the news that when they took the brain scans, the second set of brain scans and whatever abnormality they had seen in the first scans were not there on the second scans. And the doctor said it was a healing for the doctor to say that to my mother. And so that was kind of always a huge story in my family. Like this is what kind of brought us to the faith. 
And so my father, everyone was on board. Well, throughout my life, there were many miraculous things that I saw. I just took them for granted. I thought that that was normal. Mm. Um, because I, I, that's all I'd ever known. For, for instance, one time we were um, on a trip and it had snowed, it was icy, and we were on an overpass, and this was my entire family, and we were at the top of the overpass, and we were sliding, and we were getting ready to go over the overpass, and um, possibly slide off of it Mm -hmm. to our death, and that's what we all thought was getting ready to happen. We were all screaming, and I remember being a little kid, but my sister in the back of the car, she she clapped her hands together, and she said, in the name of Jesus, and when she said that, the whole car just turned around and pointed the opposite direction, and the back of our car was at the edge of the overpass. (laughs) Wow. So uh, that sticks out vividly, and then in 2012, my dad suffered like a major stroke. They thought it was a major stroke. No coming back, Um, in a coma, hopeless. The doctors told us to get his affairs in order. Uh, We had constant prayer in the ICU, almost to the point that they were annoyed. And they kept telling us, you know, you don't have hope here, but we knew we had hope. And miraculously, he was healed. And Mm -hmm. he's back. He's 100%. It's his testimony. We're constantly telling people Never give up hope. Always believe in in the healings. He Mm. is the God of the miraculous. Mm. Mm. So has that changed today at all? Or is it you still have that same? uh, Yeah. I know you're a prayer warrior. Yes. Yes. I'm a big believer in prayer. Uh, I still pray for people, for miracles. I I believe I've seen them. Um, He can move mountains. Yeah. And I was thinking about your first group that you were in. That, that we, Missy and I were helping lead. Um, the member of the one man giving his, there was a man giving his testimony at the end, like we said, the last 15 minutes. And he started and then he just paused, this long pause, the longest pause you could ever mm-hmm. imagine. And we're like kind of going, is he nervous? Is he, is he embarrassed, scared? Is he, is he getting emotional? And and we're kind of like, yeah, hey, it's okay. You know, you share whatever you want to share. And then he'd start a little bit and then he'd stop again. And and it was just the strangest thing. We didn't know what was going on. We just thought uh, we didn't know if we should stop it. or So, I mean, after, I don't know how long it was. What do you think it was? I, I'd say we gave him 15 minutes, just kind of letting him gather his composure. Just, At least we thought. Yeah. You know, he was just nervous. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was just like the longest 15 minutes I've ever experienced in my life. And we finally just said... Hey, you know, we'll just uh, we'll stay after and, and talk, but we probably need to wrap the group up because it was kind of going long and all that. And uh, we went and talked to him, and and we kept found out quickly that something wasn't right. right. I think someone in our group had a, some sort of a medical background. Anyway, as it turned out, he was having a stroke right in the middle of right. our, our journey yes. group. Yeah. That's never ever happened that was- to me. And and of course, we prayed over him, and then we helped get them to the emergency room which I think saved his life. Mm-hmm. And the strange thing is uh, our co-guide, Greg, uh, his son was a, is a surgeon in Alabama, I think, whatever. And he talked to him about it. And this man had was taking a nap and was really just so exhausted and wasn't going to come to journey, to journey group that night. And they said if he had just gone to sleep, he probably wouldn't have woken back up. So the fact that God orchestrated him being in that journey group and that we would choose him to give his testimony that particular night got him there 
to save his life. To me, that was a miracle. That absolutely was a miracle. We saw it right in front of our eyes yeah. happen. And he's healed down, yeah. and he he still gives updates and gets scans. And uh, I think he had to have a small surgery at the beginning, but yeah. uh, but he's clear of of everything. There was a there was like something a, a clot or something on his brain that yeah, was causing the whole thing. Yeah, they had to do thing. surgery, but. Yeah. yeah, just to remove that. But yeah, yeah. he's. But it was a miracle. Yeah, God is good. God is good. He is so good, and we got to see see all that happen, and and just the way that it played out. And he is so good. Yeah, he is definitely. So that was that was an amazing experience to see. So when you got got these journey groups, you never know what you never know. In our last journey group, you know, as couples, we said in the beginning, "Hey, life is going to happen." And it did happen. Even our, our my the last couple's journey group I did, each one of us had something big going on in our lives that happened yeah. that we were able to be there for one another and to support and to pray for. And um, it is life. And you get to experience it with others others and the support of each other. So, yeah. Well, I mean, even us three co-guides, we're all yeah. dealing with issues with our parents, yes. you know, and, uh, exactly. and trying to be there for them, you know. And uh, one of ours lost, lost her dad in the middle of it, you yeah. know. And, um, but the other two of us were dealing with other dads, you yeah, know, so. Right. Uh, exactly. And I always just think God, God is so sovereign. He knows all that. Even when you're, even when he's piecing a journey group together, mm-hmm. this is why I think you would agree with this. Pray, 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 pray who your co-guides are, pray who you're That's supposed true. to invite. And he, if you do that, he will piece an amazing group together that needed to be together for that season of life. And this one was amazing. I mean, absolutely. His timing is perfect yeah, and yeah. i agree prayer is essential yeah and uh we even had a baptism at our uh, commencement we did we had two <laughs> we had two yeah. yeah a lady that uh she wasn't sure she'd been across the bridge mm-hmm. and she was made no bones about it she even said if i need to drop out of this group that's fine um but i don't think i'm convinced that i i'm ready to go across that bridge and we were patient and uh she appreciated how loving we were and accepting mm-hmm. and all that and uh, and at commencement, tell them what happened. What a joy! She just said, "Hey, I have a question. Uh, would anybody care if I got baptized tonight?" And we were all like, "What?" And it was just uh, just joyous and exciting that we got to be present and see it. And we were at a location that was perfect for the baptism. And once again, it was just beauty. Yeah, yeah, and and. So a lot of groups probably don't do this, but there's a there's one tr- tradition from the early groups of giving uh, your participants a new name, mm-hmm. like a, mm-hmm. a Hebrew or Greek That's name, right. a biblical name or whatever. And uh, and it kind of like, you know, in the Bible that you got new names if at a time of spiritual transition. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've every group I've done, we've always pretty much done that. And uh, and when we were thinking of this lady the name that kept coming up was something about faith. I can't remember what exactly it was, but it was faith, you know? And, mm-hmm. and I remember Missy going, well, I don't know. She's not sure what her faith is right now, you know, but I, I said, nevertheless, I think this would. And so it was kind of like Rocky has this phrase about putting a crown on someone's head and letting them grow into it. Right. And we'd kind of given her that name, I think before this all happened and then she wanted to be baptized. That's I just, what I was going to say. You spoke it over her and she received it. Yeah. It was just like amazing. I mean, to hear that we were just so blessed by it all. Yeah. And then one of the other young men said, Hey, would you baptize me too? You know, I think, I think he was a believer, but he'd never been baptized or or he wanted a baptism of 
you know, changed his life. The things are going to be different, or so, you know. Right. It was a beautiful night with the stars. We were by a lake that had, <laughs> at the lake. We had water. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a memory I'll never yeah, forget. Me either. Wow, that's so cool. So anyway, well, we love all this. And anything else you'd want to add? Any other thoughts that we haven't talked about? No. Okay. I think I think we covered it. Well, thank you for all you do for the ministry, well, thank and you. Um, you. I'm sure you out there in influencers world will talk to Melinda at some point if you're trying to get hold of the global office. Melinda fields calls and does all does everything. So, so you'll probably talk to Melinda at some point. Yeah, and if you ever want to get into a virtual group or you know, Melinda's helping us with you know registrations for groups and all that kind of Happy stuff. Happy to so. help in any way. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And definitely with the women's side of things too, right? Yes, so this is my first year to do a women's, um, yeah, I'm helping with the Northwest Arkansas women's and all, actually, any women that are interested, but I'm doing my first ladies journey this season. So I'm excited for that and yeah. what that has to offer. I know one of your co-guides for sure. Yes, right? you do. My <laughs> wife. <laughs> so I know all of them, but yeah, anyway, so, well, thank you, Melinda. Um, that's good. And uh, thanks for sharing your heart thank and you. what you're doing for the ministry and all that. So, um, yeah, so be sure and check our website out, which Melinda helps us with that too, keeping our website looking good and updated and all that. So we're trying to keep all the latest and greatest things going on on our website, influencers.org. And uh, also in our Abide email, if you don't get our daily Abide email, which has a scripture and then latest content and, and uh, announcements about things going on, go to the website and you can sign up or just let us know and, and we'll uh, we'll get you on there. So uh Anyway, well, this has been the Influencers Network podcast. And again, my name is Brian Craig. I'm the executive director for Influencers Global Ministries. I'm going to keep encouraging you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. God bless you. me.